Hello, everyone, and welcome to another informative episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Let's open the Florida Business Forum floodgates and let the information begin to flow. Here's your Florida Business Forum information guru and anchorman, Sam Yates. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Florida Business Forum podcast. Information floodgates are open, so let's start the information flowing. And my guest today from the world headquarters of Culpeper Interpreting, Engineering, and Surveying is the current president of the Florida Engineering Society, Kelly Cranford. And Ms. Cranford, welcome to the program today. Thank you, Sam. You know, this is something I know you're very proud of, and I have to say I'm proud right along with you. Uh, congratulations. This is, uh, I think, an excellent accomplishment, and uh, it's something that uh, we can point towards and say, I know this person. <laughs> so, But as much as I can say I know you, I always want to know more. So tell us about yourself. I've been a Floridian since 1974. I am a graduate of the University of Florida, civil engineering, um, and have been working in central Florida on the east and west coast since that time. I'm, I'm happy, happy to be here on the Treasure Coast, and I'm happy to be representing the Florida Engineering Society, which is um, some of the best 2,500 engineers that we have in the whole state. And I would probably say... Uh, so you don't get into trouble. Some of the best engineers in the nation. And I, and I of course, of yes. course, maybe the world. We could go there. We could go there. <laughs> I will go there. I'll say these are the best engineers. Now, I did happen to see in your background that uh, you have some hobbies that uh, folks can relate to gardening, uh, horses and chickens. Yes. Yes. I, um, I started with one horse, which is always dangerous. And as she aged, aged out and I needed two horses because you can't just get rid of the older one. Um, we decided to go ahead and buy a small five acre farm. Um, and then you've got a five acre farm and you like fresh eggs, you start chickens. So, um, yes, we now sell uh, fresh eggs to some, some of our customers, enjoy them ourselves, still have the horses. Um, it's nice to have elbow room. Um, so we're here in Palm City. Um, we, I also have a place in Winter Haven. So we go back and forth. One of the benefits as you get a little bit past the midpoint in your career, you can enjoy the two houses and the two communities. Absolutely. You know, when you first got into the world of engineering, uh, as I've looked into things that you have done, you were active in the petroleum site remediation arena and later hazardous waste site landfill remediation. And I mention all of those because they have a groundwater issue, migration of hazardous materials, uh, toxic plumes, a lot of good things that, that probably set a stage for you for the rest of your career. It, it really did. And when I graduated from the University of Florida in 1990, I wanted to do a construction that was my big thing. I wanted to build things. It was exciting. Well, we were in a recession, so I graduate. Nobody's building anything, so we have to pivot, change. Um, and I was fortunate enough to land up in Lakeland with a small firm um, with some young hydrogeologists um, and scientists that were able to help me and understand how to do the groundwater modeling, the fate transport, and all that. So that keyed me up to not only do the petroleum remediation but also to do some hazardous waste closures, landfill closures, and understand what's going on beneath the surface of the ground. 
You know, and I know those early days also prepared you for what you are doing now at Culpepper Interpreting. And I smile a little bit because I know Butch Turpening uh, is uh, a master of hydrology and all things related to that. So I would imagine that continues your education experience here. It does. It's really great to work with um, people who have more experience with than you, as well as pe- pe- your peers that you can bounce ideas off. So we are the community development engineer for Tradition Florida, which is 14,000 employees, manage both the stormwater system and the irrigation supply. So that requires a full understanding of how things migrate through the ground, as well as from lake to lake and um, what we need for the, the irrigation supply. You know, I I look at this as a a way of always expanding your knowledge, always expanding your your key learnings. And I think that fits right in with what you're attempting to accomplish as president of the Florida Engineering Society. Yes. um, Being the first female president in over a decade, I'm kind of proud of that. Um, Of course, they say I'm the most qualified. It wasn't because I was a woman. We've done added some interest groups to our committees, which will allow our members to plug into a group that is of interest to them. So transportation, aviation, seaports, energy, geotechnical materials, land development, vertical support, which will be anything within the buildings, mechanical, AC, all that good stuff, and environmental and water resources. Um, So in addition to that, we have our typical, what we've had for years is our education um, group, which also does um, math counts. We're really big supporters, and we actually run the math counts conferences in Florida, um, scholarship committees, K through 12, um, college development, and we've recently teamed with these science fair organization in the state of Florida. Now, I know that science fair in particular, I'll come back to it in a, in a few moments, uh, is something that uh, could use some assistance. And I know a lot Definitely. of our uh, listeners may be able to lend assistance, but I'll come back to that in a moment. But, but Overall, the Florida Engineering Society, how long has it been around? It's been around for 120 years now. So we are not the new kid. We've been around. um, We do welcome all types of engineers into the organization. Um, Our main focus is to promote licensure and to protect what engineers can do versus um, a business major or an interior designer. So that, that is our main focus. As you say that, uh, something that you mentioned in uh, your acceptance speech uh, when you did receive this honor was inclusion. Is that part of the overall effort that you're you're pushing forward? And how does that work? What does it mean? Well, inclusion um, is a little bit tricky when you're dealing with um, introverts, which a lot of engineers are. So you have to actually go and talk to us to get us to come forward. And it, it's not like you can just advertise and say, hey, we're having this great meeting um, and people will show up. We need we need our hands held. We need a little incentive to come out of our um, our, our rooms and doing our job. Um, but that's it. That's that's part of it is you need to bring a friend, you need to bring a colleague. And then once we get to be the society that we have been for over a century, um, people will appreciate it. And then we can be heard as a voice for engineering and for public good. You created something as president that had not been created before, the president's circle. What is it? So for um, the history of the Florida Engineering Society, presidents have had a one-year term. You can't do a whole lot in one year. So we formed the president's circle. Um, my predecessors had good ideas, but you couldn't 
complete them in one year. And then the next president comes in and they've got their own ideas. And then we don't focus on the ones that were already started. We pick up and we start again. So with the circle of the four um, current officers, past officers, other people as we need them, um, we form a circle and we work together to make sure that these ideas are accomplished. Um, one of our things is international outreach. Um, in our world economy now, we we need to hear ideas that are going on in other nations, other states, um, and their engineers are anxious to hear from us. So our first outreach is the engineers, um, CAIPR, I believe, in Puerto Rico. Um, so we've been contacting them quite a bit, and um, we were talking to them a few days ago, and they are um, going they are doing their damage assessment following Hurricane Fiona. Uh, mostly flooding, thankfully, not a lot of structural damage. But um, in the future, we're hoping those those um, communication areas are are open so we can be of help more immediately. But we're standing by and we're waiting to help them when they need to get into the recovery mode. I want to get into some of your personal initiatives, but we just talked about uh, getting more student involvement, getting more people involved. And that involves having events where there's a lot of judging and you're in need of some people to help. Tell us where the area of need is and how our listeners may help. The way engineering is now, you really need to decide you want to be an engineer by middle school. Um, you need that math background and the, the schools are very able and capable to provide that. Um, so we have teamed with the science and engineering fair association, um, and they need help with mentors. They need help with judges for the different, um, the school events, the regional events, the state events, um, and then financial support to get those kids that do win on a, to the international, um, competition. So there is definitely a need there. And you can go to our website, um, the Florida Engineering Society's website, fleng.org. Um, if you'd want more information, um, just just click contact us and, and we'll get you to the right place. So it would be a perfect opportunity for someone that's retired, but they still want to be, especially an engineering type. Uh, they're retired, but they still want to be involved and make a difference. Yes. Um, engineers, um, scientists, anyone who understands the scientific principles. Um, unfortunately, the kids actually find um, college students, people working on their doctorate professors, those are very cool to them. So they prefer, um, you know, if somebody shows up in a lab coat, that is so neat to them. But, but so is someone who actually worked on a dam or actually built, you know, the Kissimmee River or did things, amazing things like that. They it really means a lot to them, just a little mentorship. It sounds like that education process of getting uh, potential new engineers involved in an early age and uh, helping them help themselves into a career path is one of your initiatives. Coastal setbacks, coastal development. We've heard a lot about the Surfside collapse. Uh, those are some of the topics that I've covered here on this podcast and others, and they're of tremendous interest to all of our listeners. What role does the Florida Engineering Society play in helping to protect our coastal residents, our communities, our shorelands, lands, waters? Uh, what role does the Engineering Society play? Within days of the Surfside collapse, we as engineers 
wanted to help. We wanted to help prevent this from happening again. And we knew there was no one better than the engineers to be able to figure this out. So we teamed with other professional engineering organizations um, to form a Surfside Working Group Committee. And they looked at it with building officials. They looked at it from concrete experts and steel experts. What could we do to prevent this as far as milestone inspections is what they ended up with. Um, And those recommendations, for the most part, were adopted into Senate Bill, um, I think it was 4D, which Governor DeSantis signed into law in May of 2021. Um, So we are now working with the Florida Board of Professional Engineers to go through the rulemaking process to support that law and tell how it's being implemented. So we do think that this is a milestone inspections. Who needs to do those? How frequently? How much more frequently if you're on the coast where you're exposed to the salt air um, as opposed to being inland um, and, and various things like that? So that that's what we're trying to be proactive. We don't want to see this ever happening again. And then we're sharing that with our colleagues in Puerto Rico and around the world. And I was going to say, again, that's a, a matter of Florida taking the lead in uh, an engineering recommendation uh, project that uh, led to a, a quite a number of recommendations that are in that legislation. How is it going to be implemented? Recommendations are one thing. Is that the, the next step that uh, perhaps our engineering society would be involved in or pushing our legislators to become more involved in? Right now they're in the rulemaking. So we already have the law in place. Um, so the building officials are looking at what they think exactly the details of how it should be implemented. Um, and we are involved with the Florida Board of Professional Engineers who has established a recognition program um, for the structural engineers. We do not currently have a separate structural engineering license in place. And that was one thing the legislators were asking, okay, we put this these milestone inspections in place. Do we have enough qualified people to do this? Um, so the, the recognition program is one way that the, the Board of Professional Engineers is looking at to address that concern. I would not be doing my job if I didn't ask about Culpeper interpreting. Uh, you're very active in the engineering society, and I, I noted in uh, a lot of your discussions that uh, wherever you were going to be, that the opportunity to be involved in the engineering society was a prerequisite. You're here. Culpeper Interpreting is a woman-owned business. And I guess the question is, do women make better business owners in the engineering circle? Well, I've known about Culpeper since I came over to this the Treasure Coast in 1997. Um, and they were the cool firm. They were always out there in the forefront. Um, we were always playing catch-up, whichever firm I was with. Um, so I was... It was very fortuitous when this opportunity um, came for me to move from Winter Haven and start working for Culpepper Interpreting here in Fort Pierce. Um, That being said, we do work all over the state and the southeast, so it's not like I'm limited to just doing on the Treasure Coast. But um, I, I do find that women tend to look at the bigger picture, where men tend to focus on on one particular aspect. Um, I have worked for governments, I've worked for cities, I've worked for the state of Florida, I've worked for small firms, mid-sized firms, national firms. Um, And I have to say the family-owned firm is one of my favorites. And I have to say that we're going to put out an invitation for Sherry Turpening to be here on the program. Uh, She's a fascinating person. We may even let her husband Butch come in and and comment a little bit uh, to talk about what they are doing, because I think you hit it right on the head. Uh, This firm uh, is a leader 
and many, many different areas. Some uh, of those leadership areas, they like to stay under the radar, but I think from a, a standpoint of letting people know who they are, uh, I'm sure they're always looking for new qualified engineer applicants. So We do like to hire the best, um, but we, we do need, we are looking to expand our team. Um, so yes, if you're if you're interested, you can get us on our website, which is ct-eng.com. Awesome. Kelly Cranford, engineer extraordinaire and president of the Florida Engineering Society. It has been my pleasure to have you here on the program today. Thank you so much, Sam. And I am Sam Yates, the information guru and anchor of the Florida Business Forum. A reminder that this is the only business forum podcast of its kind in the entire state of Florida. So if you have business news or you would like to suggest uh, a guest, reach out to me. I'm open for suggestions. So until our next episode of the Florida Business Forum podcast, have a great day, everybody. The Florida Business Forum is dedicated to showcasing Florida businesses and CEOs of all sorts to promote their business or not-for-profit in the only business forum of its type in Florida. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, the Florida Business Forum is now accepting guest applications. Have a great day, everyone, and stay tuned for more business.